0: Kia ora and welcome to Our Changing World on RNZ National with me, Alison Balance. The Prime Minister's Science Prize for 2017, which is worth half a million dollars, has been won by a huge team from Plant and Food Research. The award recognises using science to solve a crisis. The team is led by Chief Operating Officer Bruce Campbell and I catch up with him on the phone at a research orchard in Kerikeri. A huge congratulations on winning the 2017 Prime Minister's Science Prize.
1: Oh, look, thank you very much. Uh, uh, It's an absolute honour and a a privilege for the team to be uh, recognised in this way. We're thrilled.
0: Now, this is quite the team effort, isn't it?
1: it, This has been a huge effort by a very large number of people. We've mobilised well over 100 people on this science exercise and really everyone's made a contribution on there. It's been a massive effort.
0: So tell me, what have you actually been given the prize for?
1: So there was a serious disease that came into New Zealand in 2010 that really uh, challenged the whole kiwifruit industry. It was a bacterial disease that caused very rapid death of the plant. And When this came into the country, very little was known about it, so we had to mobilise a huge team of people to understand the disease and figure out what we were going to do about it to keep the kiwifruit on track for growth.
0: The disease is, of course, kiwifruit PSA, and after it was detected in New Zealand in 2010, plant and food research redeployed over 100 scientists to work on it. In their first six months, they reckon they conducted more research on the pathogen than had ever been done before.
1: This huge team of people that we had had just about every discipline you could imagine in it to be able to address that. So we needed to understand how the disease operated with pathologists and other people. We had to have breeders and geneticists to understand if we could develop new genetics that could overcome the disease and also a whole lot of um, people in other parts of chemistry and biology and food science to be able to Now, if we came up with an acceptable solution.
0: Two years after PSA first hit kiwi fruit orchards and the headlines, I did an Our Changing World road trip to go behind the scenes of this massive scientific effort. One of my stops was the genetics lab of Matt Templeton in Auckland, where he introduced me to the enemy.
1: It's a bacteria. I'm just showing you here a scanning electron micrograph of a PSA colony. They seem to be forming a a swirling motion, almost a maelstrom.
0: They look a bit like grains of rice to me.
1: Yes, they're a single-cell prokaryotic organism. If we look at an individual one a little more closely, we can see that it has a couple of flagella.
0: We tail-like things.
1: Yes, and they help it swim and move. So, they can actually swim quite quickly relative to their body length a lot faster than, say, a cheetah, believe it or not. And it's this movement which, of course, helps them move around and enter into a plant.
0: Matt was part of the team getting to know thine enemy. The researchers already knew there were several strains of PSA in New Zealand and they needed to sequence the PSA genome and work out a quick diagnostic test to be able to tell the virulent strain from a more benign one. They also wanted to start probing the PSA genome looking for potential weaknesses that they could exploit. Bruce says this wasn't a straightforward task.
1: There was a huge amount of confusion at the beginning and you may remember the There was a lot of media coverage on this. There was a lot of anxiety, understandably, from a whole lot of growers. That was a very interesting situation for science to operate in. And also, um, obviously, the financial community was concerned about it. What did that mean for the future of the industry? So we were very conscious in our science team that we had to come up with solutions fast. They had to be accurate and they had to be the right answer, but we were operating in a very, very pressured environment, and that was quite unique. Uh, for a science team to be operating in that way and we're thrilled that uh, through the programme that we ran we were able to come up with a solution that's allowed the industry to go on and be even more successful than it was pre-PSA.
0: That solution was a new variety of kiwi fruit. Plant and Food Research know it as Gold 3 but for you and me it's in the shops as Sun Gold. It's much more resistant to PSA than both the Haywoods green variety and the Hort 16A or gold kiwifruit which was widely planted at the time. The best thing was that this new variety already existed. Plant and Food Research had been working with Zespri and the kiwifruit industry for a long time breeding new kiwifruit cultivars like this and this long-standing research programme was about to show its worth. On my road trip I visited a research orchard in Te Puke, and plant breeder Louis Gia drove me past rows of vines devastated by PSA to the heart of the orchard, a valuable living library of plants collected over many years in the wild in China.
2: This block holds quite possibly the second largest germoplasm collection outside China. Here is the source of resistance for the future Cultivars. It's a real treasure, isn't it? It is a real treasure. It is the big resource of the kiwi fruit industry.
0: Mm. So really, this germplasm block just holds genetic potential, doesn't it?
2: Yes. Not only for PSA, it might be new diseases in the future. It basically is like the crown jewel with regards to kiwi fruit.
0: But your challenge, of course, is that growers would like. A PSA resistant kiwi fruit right now, and the process of breeding takes it, a while?
2: Yes, it does take several years. It depends where you start, and if we had to start from zero, it will take a rather large number of years, possibly 15 years. Uh, but we had more than 100,000 seedlings on what we call the uh, breeding pipeline. And so when you have that large number of seedlings, it makes your search for a PSA-resistant cultivar easier. But it's not only a PSA-tolerant or resistant cultivar, is one that it holds good quality in the fruit, as well as yield, that is what is going to make the grower happy.
0: With hundreds of potential cultivars already in the breeding pipeline and more on the way, the new challenge was to find efficient ways of exposing them all to PSA to quickly find out which ones survived. Tony Riglinski was part of the team doing this in a secure laboratory in Hamilton.
3: They're very devious organisms, bacteria, and they'll find various ways of getting into the plant. The breeders within plant and food are trying lots of different crosses from different genotypes, different parents. They prepare the, the, the crosses, get the seed from the, the fruit from that cross, grow up the seedlings, send them to us, and we're starting to work our way through those to see okay, genotype A hasn't performed very well, genotype B. Oh, we've got some of those that are surviving quite well. When we come across a more resistant selection, material from those plants are then sent to our molecular biologists. So they're probing the genome so that we can actually look for resistance genes. Because the more information we gather, the better a chance we have of developing more resistant varieties. Because you can then pick out marker genes. So you have a marker-assisted selection process.
1: In our testing, we went through a whole range of different cultivars and genetics to make sure that the right horse was being backed here, that the right answer was uh, was there for what the industry should base itself on. If we'd got that wrong and the variety had been one that ultimately was susceptible um, to PSA as well, that would have been very much of a problem. So a huge amount of testing and detailed work to actually come up with the right answer. And fortunately, that... Uh, was something that had been in the system and was starting to come through in early stages of commercialisation, that Gold three three variety, and that was able to be rapidly rolled out um, to be able to be a successful solution to PSA.
0: So that's a good example of longer-term research proving its usefulness, because you don't necessarily know when you start that kind of research exactly what it is you'll need. In this case, what you needed was Gold three, but you had already started that process.
1: I think it's a wonderful example of long-term commitments to science and long-term work going on that allowed the industry to be very resilient when a problem cropped up. And there was an opportunity to dig into a whole lot of research that had been done in the past and then complement it with all this new work that was specific to a brand-new disease and a brand-new way that the industry needed to operate, blend those two things together. So it's a, it's a fantastic example of the importance of investment into long-term science.
0: Now, PSA has dropped out of the media recently, but I presume it's still an issue here?
1: Very much so. This is very much now for the industry a matter of living with PSA. And it's a subject of a large amount of ongoing research to understand it, because the um, plants and the disease are in a constant battle together, sort of fighting against one another. And so it's a matter of being very vigilant and uh, really continuous improvement in the way that plants are developed for that disease and management systems that actually can help it as well. So it's a very different situation for growers now. where there's a whole lot of new management systems, new varieties, new approaches that are being taken to be able to live with PSA.
0: So what kind of research is going on at Plant and Food at the moment?
1: So we're looking really at a much broader genetic base for Uh, kiwifruit, a whole lot of different varieties with screening for PSA being a a major part of that whole thing. There's a lot of work going on at a very fundamental science level too to understand more about that interplay between uh, diseases like PSA and the plants themselves. In a sense, an analogy there to um, human um, disease prevention that there's a constant set of new diseases that are potentially challenging the human uh, population, very similar with plants, and so understanding the fundamental mechanisms of that give us a much better approach for coming up with better systems for managing disease that are kind on the environment and good for people's health as well.
0: Thanks Bruce. That was Bruce Campbell, Chief Operating Officer at Plant and Food Research and leader of the 100 plus team that's won the 2017 Prime Minister's Science Prize. That team includes Lewis Gere, Matt Templeton and Tony Roglinski, who we also heard from. And Bruce says they'll spend their half a million dollars of prize money on strengthening collaborations with international researchers. Now I should point out that Gold 3, or Sun Gold Kiwi fruit are not just resistant to PSA. They have a lot of other advantages as well. They taste great, and in the Science of Vitamin C podcast that Simon Morton and I made last year – we found out that sun gold kiwifruit are a vitamin C superfood. Just one gives you all your daily C requirements. I'll put a link to that on our webpage, rnz.co.nz slash our changing world. I'm Alison Balance and this Our Changing World podcast first aired on RNZ National on the fifteenth of february twenty eighteen. If you'd like to hear more about some of the other winners of the 2017 Prime Minister Science Prizes, you can find all our stories online at rnz.co.nz slash Our Changing World, as well as on the RNZ app. You can subscribe to RNZ Our Changing World as a podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes and Radio Public, and keep in touch with us on Twitter and Facebook, where we are RNZ Science. There's a brand new RNZ podcast series starting this week called Ours, Treasures from Te Papa, which is helping New Zealand's National Museum celebrate its first 20 years. Noelle McCarthy and guests, including Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, talk about 20 taonga from Te Papa's collections that have helped shape our nation's identity. Thanks for your company. Bye for now. Matewa.